Welcome to another edition of Sounding Off on Soccer. This is John Krasinski, Pittsburgh Soccer Now. We are uh, we have some br- kind of breaking news here. Uh, it is this is being recorded on uh, Thursday afternoon, May eleventh, and the Pittsburgh Riverhounds uh, after eight year wait, the long eight year wait <clears throat> is over. The Hounds will be hosting a Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup round of 16 match, and it will be against an MLS opponent. So it will be the first time in eight years the Hounds will face an MLS opponent, and that opponent will be none other than the Columbus Crew, probably an MLS side club organization that the Hounds have had a lot of ties with, over the, especially the last decade. Uh, we can talk about that as uh, we get ready for, for that match. Um, but it will be played either Tuesday, May 23rd, or Wednesday, May 24th, at Highmark Stadium. So again, the long wait is finally over. Of course, the Hounds earned that opportunity because they defeated another MLS opponent, New England Revolution, on Tuesday night at uh, Gillette Stadium and New England and Foxborough, Massachusetts. Exciting um, match where really, if you read my player grades uh, and uh, takeaways piece, um, the way my takeaway was that they were just simply the better team. They they outplayed New England uh, for 90 plus minutes and held on for that one nothing win. And they look like a team that could beat anybody on any given day. So, especially because of the way the Hounds are playing defensively, uh, limiting opponents' chances, being able to match match the physicality, which is something they did. I don't really, I didn't really talk a lot about that, uh, but they were able to when it came to fifty fifty balls, duels, things like that against uh, New England. So now the challenge will be, can they continue that type of play against an upper echelon first division club? And the next test will come with the Columbus Crew, round of 16. The Hounds have never advanced uh, this far in the Highmark Stadium era in the U.S. Open Cup. They did have, I think in 2001 it was, when they made it all the way to the quarterfinals when they lost to the Chicago Fire. So... You know they could they could they could have two, potentially two or three wins uh, left on the table. I mean, who knows? They could go as far as it's it's, it's Bob Lilly again put together a tremendous game plan. He's done so against every MLS opponent, and uh, things everything shook out in the Hounds' favor uh, on Tuesday, and now they get the, what they really really aspired for something that they've wanted for eight plus years and really has only happened once in the Highmark Stadium era this is the 11th season of soccer in Pittsburgh in Highmark Stadium and this is only the second time uh, we will see an MLS opponent Uh, we've got word a short time ago that tickets uh, will go on sale Friday morning at 10 a.m. so check out the riverhounds.com to find out more about how to get tickets um, but yeah 10 a.m for the general public the season ticket holders should get word uh, pretty soon as well via an email probably by the time you listen to this if you're a season ticket holder you probably have already received an email 
Uh, so, but yeah, that's the exciting news. And uh, we, um, you know, it's just a lot of exciting developments for the Hounds this past week, couple weeks. Uh, of course, last week, the big news was that Danny Griffin, uh, who had been with the club from 2020 to 2022, registered the most minutes played, uh, most matches, most starts. It's just was durable, versatile, box-to-box midfielders. Really did a, did a lot of things. But one thing he didn't do was score a lot of goals. Uh, that, that really wasn't his role. But <clears throat> this this is upon his return, he got in the starting lineup on Friday night at Monterey Bay. Uh, looked excellent and was part of that attacking midfield line uh, in, on Friday night with Canardo Forbes with Robbie Mertz. And that was fun to see. And then for the Open Cup, <clears throat> had no doubt that he would start that match. And, of course, he was paired up with another, you know, Edward Kiza and Robbie Mertz in the attacking line as well with Mark Ibarra playing the holding midfield role, the one that we saw Danny Griffin play so much of this past year, uh, previous years. And Ibarra played like a man on fire, I, I thought, on Tuesday as well. Even though Griffin got all the accolades, uh, definitely a great match from Mark Gabar. Uh, but Danny Griffin, yeah, so he's back. And guess what? We are very, very excited to have Danny uh, with us here on the Sounding Off on Soccer podcast. So we'll be talking to Danny very shortly and uh, get his reaction in terms of being back in Pittsburgh, what it's been like this past three or four months. Um, you know, the MLS Next Pro experience, but more importantly, being back in Pittsburgh, looking to um, to do some really great things. He already has, obviously, scoring the big goal on Tuesday night, and um, and kind of just getting his uh, getting uh, to hear more from Danny. Uh, it's the first time we've talked to him uh, since his return. All right, uh, this is John Krasinski. We're here with Danny Griffin. Danny, uh, it's it has to be. It has to feel right now like a bit of a whirlwind. Uh, things have been, for the past like week, have probably been crazy for you. Probably the past week, week and a half, right? Yeah, yeah. We, um, I, when I just got into, got back into Pittsburgh, I was here for the three days just before we left for that, that travel to Monterey. And then, obviously, I'm excited to be back with the group. And, uh, yeah, I was just, like, moving moving all my stuff back in. Um my girlfriend just recently moved in with me, so uh, getting all her stuff organized. Um, and, yeah, just completing the move. And then, obviously, we were on the road those, these first two games. But it would be nice to have a have a home stretch of, of, I think, five out of the next six will be at home. And it would be fun to play. In. I'm excited to play in front of our, our Hounds fans. Yeah, at five out of the next six, and then the only road game is Loudon. And so that's, that's not too far. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Where do we start here? So you you... What was the conversation like when Bob Lilly, uh, you know, reached out to you um, in terms of getting you come back to Pittsburgh? Um, you know, wh- how did that go, first of all? Uh, I, st- I stayed in touch with Bob through the entire offseason. Um, I, I I've obviously kept in touch with the guys that have been here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I watched all pretty much every single game that, for the time being when I wasn't here. Um, always keeping track and uh, speak, I spoke with coach frequently. Uh, I know there are a few times where uh, we had a couple of days off, so I flew into town to, to, to visit my girlfriend and, and then obviously got to see some of the guys and check out uh, some of the games. 
so yeah, we, we kept in touch the whole time, and um, it was actually me who reached out to. Uh, it was actually I who reached out to coach about uh, returning because yeah, just when I was when I was down there, I knew obviously given the opportunity to be with with the first team, and I know that's what what Bob and Tuffy would want me to have that opportunity with the MLS side, and they've done everything to, to support me throughout my career. I mean, Pittsburgh being my my first professional club um, and becoming a home to me. So yeah, when I when I first called coach. Um, a little bit before I was there at that Open Cup game, I, I told them that that I was planning to to speak with uh, the coaches there in Huntsville about about a return uh, back to Pittsburgh. And uh, obviously, I was excited about it. I was happy about it. I knew Pittsburgh's home for me, so I, I wanted to be back in Pittsburgh. Even uh, my girlfriend could tell, like even when I was there, obviously I always always do my job and always work hard for the team. Um, but yeah, it's just. There's just extra to it when I'm here in Pittsburgh with the guys around me and the organization and, and everyone here. So uh, I definitely wanted to make that return, and I knew pretty soon. So once I once I spoke with Coach, it was a pretty quick transition, um, uh, packing up my things and, and getting back here and uh, and getting back to work with the guys. That's great, and we, you know, I did see you, uh, you know, back in. I guess it was. February or March, I can't remember when, but you know we had a nice conversation, and and I'm glad you had the chance to have that experience. Uh, you know, I think every experience as a player you have, no matter where you go, what you do, um, you're probably going to learn and grow from that, right, Danny? For sure, for sure, yeah, definitely. It's definitely an experience to learn from. Uh, I mean, there's there some good good people that I met down there, and obviously enjoyed. You know, you learn different things when you go play with different people as well. So and different coaching stuff. Um, Obviously, yeah, my the, the level of growth I had here in Pittsburgh and the competition and the guys around me uh, was definitely in my heart and in my mind the, all, most uh, all all the time while I was away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was keeping keeping track of all the games and uh, and speaking with the guys frequently. So it, it was this was the only place I wanted to come back to once once I was deciding that I wasn't staying there in Huntsville. So yeah, I made that call with coach and, and then we made it happen. Yeah, and so you get back here and you're, you're put right in. I mean, we were like speculating, oh, Danny will probably be in at the 18. There's no way he's going to start. But you started that first match at Monterey, and it, you're, you know, you're playing right alongside Kenny and Robbie and, and the rest of the team. And, you know, how's that transition been for you? Uh, how was that transition for you that first, first couple of days of training and then just jumping right into that first match? Yeah, it was, it was a really smooth transition. Uh, got right in here. Uh, obviously, we have a lot of the, the core group from the past. I've been playing with Kenny and Robbie Dequa for, since I since I started here in Pittsburgh in 2020. And then, obviously, the returning group from guys last year and um, the new group of guys that have came in and done a really good job. And uh, a lot of them I've played against in the league. Some of them are rookies at, at college. But uh, even speaking with Bob, I knew how excited he was about this group and I'm excited about this group just coming in those first few days. Uh, everyone really making it welcoming. Obviously, guys knowing that that Pittsburgh is is my home. So guys, guys are happy to have me back, and I I'm, I was just ecstatic to be back. So yeah, that that transition went went really smoothly. Yeah, and then of course where you know you played a little higher up uh, in terms of the attacking midfield line. Uh, just just your thoughts. You know, you and I have talked about this before, and I know you. You said, you know, if you get a chance to play 
um, and and be a little bit more involved in the final third. I think that's something that you you like to do, but you also really enjoyed the role of what you've done really for the most part of your time in Pittsburgh, and that's you know box to box and just doing all the work um, as well. But I'm sure game to game it, it's going to change. But wh- what do you, what were your thoughts? You know the the Monterey match, just kind of how you got worked your way into you know working with those guys, and then of course that carry over into the open cup match yeah uh i know bob's always gonna coach bob's always gonna put guys into the, the best positions for for the team to succeed uh we, we have a strong group there's a lot of competition throughout the lineup uh, day after day uh you know making it hard for the coaches to make a decision on on uh who they're gonna play who's gonna be in the 18 um i think we have a really strong midfield and what's what's been good about really strong midfield strong defense attack getting some more goals I know Dequa Dequa's been scoring goals so we got to keep him doing that and get more guys involved in the attack but I think the group overall is very strong in the depth that we have you know having guys like Mark Jr. familiar with Kenny Robbie uh, playing significant roles there's a lot of competition in the midfield and what's been so good about our teams always was that like guys can play in multiple positions Kenny could play the 6th, 8th, 10th he could play out wide he could play higher same with Robbie same with me uh, Mark as well, junior too. You know, it just adds a different, different dynamic to the midfield and guys being able to play in, in multiple positions and understand their roles and assignments uh, is what is a really is key to our group and uh, really helps us go a long way. So uh, I think just that transition coming in, being able being able to go high right away. Uh, I'm sure it will change at different times, but yeah, just wherever coach puts guys on the field guys know their roles and know what they have to do to execute and get the job done and obviously we're all looking to win and compete and that's the culture we have here in Pittsburgh and and in the group so I'm I'm really excited about this group and and yeah so whether whether I'm playing higher up the field or or lower in the midfield uh, just doing what I can to help the team and the guys around me. I want to talk about the goal in the Open Cup but I also before I do that Bob mentioned something after the match about you know it was positive it was a lot of positive um work in terms of finding outlets uh, and how that helped in, in getting forward. Everything seemed to be positive. It wasn't just, you know, you got forward a little bit and then you just gave the balls away. Um, the, the confidence uh, to be able to play against on the road against New England and be able to have those outlets and be able to have positive moments on the ball. Um, is that something that Bob stresses a lot? Sure. I mean, I think obviously taking the positives from the game. Uh, there was there was a lot of that. There was playing through lines. There was getting forward. Guys making runs in front of the ball. Um, obviously, the goal the goal we created. Um, but yeah, we 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 felt that we we played. We were aggressive. We didn't just sit back um, and try and play transition. No, like we got the ball, uh, finding our outlets, making good passes, and creating some real chances. And obviously, at the end, as the game opened up, we we had a few more that we could we could have put away so looking back on what we can what we can build on um defensively guys are solid off shoulders organized guys making big plays in the back as as they brought in some of their their stronger pieces and um yeah it was just an overall good performance from from all the guys and obviously we're happy to get that win against an mls opponent at their place and now excited to have an mls opponent come to ours yeah, of course, that's the big news of the day. And that's another thing. I, I, we'll get to that in a second. But, you know, again, talking about making runs through the lines, there's, especially since the Alex Dixon, um, Russell Cicerone two years, there was a lot of emphasis put on, 
you know, that type of attacking uh, mentality, trying to break through the lines. Uh, a lot of talk about that. A lot of, uh, you know, success, especially where Russell had the, the previous two years. But, you know, you scored basically uh, getting behind the back line, making a well-timed run, and Mark... Uh, making I mean I didn't really recognize this until about the third or fourth time I saw the video but Mark was basically looking at Kiza when he played that ball to you and it looked like Magic Johnson on a fast break and you know back with the Lakers like the no look pass like and then put it on his outside foot and and somehow just take walk us through that goal what what did you see as the you got behind those defenders um yeah so uh, Mark, obviously being a, a great passer, um, even earlier earlier the week in training, uh, we we were playing in in our roles and the guys that were starting the game and a similar same thing, uh, just a ball over the top that Mark played me in in training and got a goal a goal off of that. So uh, I think just that relationship with Mark, Mark being a great passer and knowing knowing the timing of the run, being able to look and disguise the pass. Obviously, it was a brilliant pass from him, perfect weight, uh, perfect disguise on it. So. Um, Obviously, there's guys on in our midfield that can can do that. So, yeah, even watching watching it back, yeah, I know what you're talking about when when he he is looking at Kiza because Kiza draws that center back's attention and and I slip in on the backside. Um, so obviously a great pass for Mark and obviously happy to be able to execute and get get the goal and and yeah for us to see out the one zero win and keep a clean sheet and and build off of that. Did you did you I mean were you you. There was it, was it happened so fast. I'm I'm lost to words here. Just trying to kind of explain this, but you know, how, did, did you get a good enough foot on that. I mean, you you felt like with all the chaos that was happening, their guys kind of ran into each other. Um, you know, you you felt like you connected with that just enough, or was it was it a solid hit? For sure, I felt I connected with it. I know the ball started to stretch out a little bit when I made that that run in behind. I, I, uh, I know the. The outside back tried to to recover on the play, and then getting once I saw it get past him, um, it's just about being the keeper from there. And uh, I knew the, the keeper was coming out, so obviously had to get had to get good contact on the ball as I slid and hit it. Um, but yeah, obviously once getting in that position and the kind of ball that that Mark played made it made it easier to easy to finish it from the rest. Yeah, and then what makes it. You know, you got the one zero lead, but you know you're you know they're coming at they're coming after you guys. But w- what was the difference in in kind of um, finishing that that win off? You knew it was going to be tough. How, how, what were the keys to 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 finishing that, getting that W and advancing? Yeah, I think still getting pressure. Uh, obviously, for us, still getting pressure on the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't just getting that goal and defending the lead the rest of the game. Uh, at the start of the second half, we came out and we're looking to get a second. Um, we we attacked them. We still got balls. We created chances again in the second half, and we we didn't stop doing that. You know, obviously they brought some players in. They had a little bit more of the possession. Um, so I think just. Guys defending well, being organized. Guys uh, organizing the guys in front of them, the guys around them, and then obviously coming up with big plays in the box and around the box, blocking crosses, blocking shots, uh, really defending well. And then even still at the end, when the game broke wide open, we we had a few more chances that we we could have uh, put the game away. Um, so yeah, I think just the positives from that, the group. Defending well, working for one another, covering, being off shoulders is something that 
we prioritized and then obviously never taking our, our foot off the gas and like for the full 90 minutes, you know, going at them, being aggressive and creating chances rather than, you know, just getting a goal and, and trying to, to defend the rest of the game. Like, no, we, we went and we still played through lines and we still tried to create more chances and get in behind and, and uh, get that second goal. Yeah, and and now you know today uh, what 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 went on today? I know you guys trained from twelve to two, so it must have been right after training. Uh, did everybody get together to see what you know what the result would be for the for the draw? How did that go? Yeah, so, um, so yeah, we finished training. Some uh, some guys were actually watching it on on the phone uh, in the <laughs> locker room. Yeah, um, one of the guys had, had it on, and the guys were some of the guys were huddled around it just to see to see who would be like what opponent we'd get, whether it's home or away. So obviously, we're very excited for to get a home game for for our fans and and have to host an MLS opponent here. It's, a, it's another big opportunity for us and one that we we certainly look forward. To. Obviously, all our eyes are all our, all eyes are on uh, Birmingham this weekend and getting a win there in front of our fans. And nice knowing that you know. Later on, when the Open Cup comes back around, we'll have an MLS opponent at home. Danny, you started your career in Pittsburgh playing before zero fans, so uh, this is this is going to be special, isn't it? Yes, uh, most definitely. Uh, we we're, we're really excited for it, you know, hoping for a packed house, and obviously we always feel the support from the Steel Army, all the Hounds fans. So you know, we, we want to perform for them and do well for them. But obviously, we're excited that. Uh, the kind of obviously the kind of atmosphere that they bring they bring to us day in and day out because we feel that even when we're on the road uh, we know we know they're backing us and behind us so the, the support from the fans is amazing and obviously to have this game here I know uh, we're certainly going to enjoy it and we we hope that all the Hounds fans enjoy it too obviously we're we're going we're going to go into the game looking to get a win. Yeah, and then that's kind of leads me to my last question. It's like, you know, that's there's so much excitement around that, but you, you've got to really focus on the tasks at hand. You've got two home matches now, Birmingham and Las Vegas. Uh, yeah. What's the mindset? Again, you're, you're back to training today. I'm sure there's you're, you're playing a little bit of catch-up, although you guys do know Birmingham fairly well. Um, it'll be your first shot back at Birmingham this year, but... Um, just real quick, what are your thoughts on on this matchup on Saturday? I, I think it's a big one for you guys. It, it certainly is a big one for us. Uh, I think that's that's the priority. Obviously, guys watching the draw, like we we know who we're going to get now. But all our focus is is towards this game against Birmingham. Uh, for us being at home and for our fans, you know, we we want to make this place a fortress and we want to get the win. The three points are important to us. And every game, whether we're home or away, but certainly at home. Uh, Playing against a good side, uh, they're they're top of the table right now, I believe. Um, but yeah, yeah we're certainly yeah. going to go into that game and and make it hard for them. And uh, you know, that's what we want to create in the league. Teams not wanting to play us, so I think that's that's what our focus is is on Birmingham and obviously getting the three points on the weekend and climbing back up the table. Yeah, and it seems like the team has been willing to concede possession much of the season. But I noticed that in the Birmingham matches, it seems like carrying possession was important for Bob and for 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 you, for you guys um, in some of the more recent Birmingham matches. Um, just because they're, I'm sure they're they're so potent. You know, you want to you want to keep the ball away from them as much as possible, right? Yeah, I mean, I think you know, you look back to the playoff game. I even watched. My girlfriend and I watched watched the the first the home opener. I know my uncle was at that game in Birmingham, so 
we actually watched the home opener on our phone, so saw saw the guys play against, uh, or the season opener, saw the guys play against Birmingham, and familiar with a lot of those guys. Uh, they do have they do have a good attack, um, but yeah, we, we're just focusing on ourselves and what we have to do in the game to win it. You know, we're a strong team, and um, we know at home having the fans behind us. Uh, you know, we want to get the win for them and for for us. So. Yeah, just focusing on, on what we have to do for the game, and you know we're going to be strong on the ball, but also how we execute our game plan is going to be important as well. All right, Danny. Well, I, it's great to catch back up with you. I'm sure we'll see you on Saturday, and uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a real fun couple weeks. Uh, I think at Highmark Stadium, and uh, it's it's again, it's great to have you back. Thank you, and absolutely great catching up with you, John. And yeah. Excited, excited to see everyone uh, Saturday. All right. Thanks a lot, Danny. Great. uh, Appreciate your time as always. Thank you. Appreciate you. Take care, John. All right. Take care.